check it out. Check, 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 check. All right. Are we recording? Yep. Hello, and welcome to the Encounter Mercy podcast, where hopefully you encounter mercy, and at the very least, you'll encounter a podcast. A podcast <laughs> that right now is being usurped by AJ and Brother Barnabas. Hello. Hey, hello, AJ. Good evening, AJ. This is like the Jacopo. Good evening, AJ. All right, AJ. Last time we recorded a podcast, we ended on uh, how to build like a good environment, right? Mm-hmm. And I, ba- I basically have two thoughts right now. And this is, you don't know what I'm going to ask you. Correct. But um, let me preface this by saying that I am terrible at scheduling things. I knew that. I know you know that. <laughs> but I'm really good at like just doing things in the present moment, right? But one thing I know about you is that you're great at living like more orderly, you know? Uh, but one thing that I've, I once heard uh, Jordan Peterson say, did you ever listen to Jordan Peterson? Mm-hmm. Dude, Jordan Peterson, this is a little plug, you should listen to his stuff. Um, he, he once said that it's important to build a schedule in your life. Of course, you know, as a means to even deviate from so that um, you know you don't you're not bound to it, but a lot of times people think building a schedule in their life is like oh it's like the worst thing because then I have to just like put all these things in that I don't want to do, and of course there's things in there that we like have to do that aren't the greatest. But he actually recommends build a schedule of the kind of day that you'd like to have, hmm. and when you do that, it'll motivate you to get up and do the day, and then of course you got to plug in those other things like class or make Prayer. time to pay your bills, you know? Um, but my question for you is this, um, how do you build certain parts of your day that uh, are really like enjoyable? For instance, let's say you, um, you wake up every morning and pray. How do you do it? Like in, pretty strong detail how do you do it in a way that whenever someone's like how do i get up in the morning and pray uh what are the smells and bells and tastes and touches and everything uh that have to do with setting up a nice time of prayer good question and i'll apply this question to other routines too like things that you'd like to do okay like music like working out, like whatever. But I, I want to start with prayer. I think it goes back to what you said about how Jordan Peterson advised people to schedule things, is do things that you'll enjoy along with that task. So, Bingo. for example, like I had a habit for the morning, I'd get up, make coffee, and have a nice, beautiful cup of coffee, read scripture, and watch the sun rise outside my window. Like all those things combined, I'd wake up kind of looking forward to that, like nice, strong cup of coffee, you know, you know, read some Bible and watch the sunrise, but you know, all before mass. So I think is I paired it with other things that I enjoy. Yeah. I think that's, that's the thing though, bro. I think that's the beauty of routine is when you make it something that, uh, like, of course, getting up at five in the morning is not like most people's preference, but when you can add to it, things are like, Oh, but man, I want to see like the amount of college kids that, occasionally have to wake up early and they see the sunrise mm. and they're like, why don't I do this more often? You know? Uh, or, you know, I'm a big coffee guy, you know? So to like enjoy smelling some nice 
brewing coffee in the morning. You know, that like there's something about having your cup of coffee in the morning versus in the afternoon. It's just even better. And to add those things into uh, into your own prayer life, I think are great. And I've heard you say that stuff before, so that's why I want to kind of throw that out there to you. Um, okay, so what else? What else kind of um, situations can we talk about that would be uh, good good ways to go about them? Kind of like this prayer situation. I think like maybe if someone's getting up they get up at the same time for work every day is have a list of things that you do in the morning and put them in a certain order and not, to not let yourself go to the next step unless you've done unless you've done the previous one so it's like okay i get up shower but then you know i don't have breakfast until i've spent five minutes in prayer mm-hmm. so in that sense, it's kind of like a reward not that i mean prayer can be difficult as you and i both know but if you're trying to get into the groove of doing so um it's just a little incentive because then the goal is eventually is that you have this whole routine in that you enjoy the routine itself. You're like, okay, get out of the shower. Oh, yeah, now I get to pray. You know, then I'll have some coffee. You know, they make breakfast. You know, wake up the kids, whatever. Yeah. So maybe that's one thing is you can have concrete, you know, on paper or in your phone, in your schedule, in your calendar, so that it's there every morning. You can go through the list and be like, whether I'm in the mood or not, you know, after the shower, I always pray. Right. I think the big thing that's coming to mind for me right now is simply to live a life that's a bit more intentional. Uh, because there's something in our hearts that click with that, you know. So to build a routine, and one that that you like, you know, you know, for instance, um, it helps me to even like exercise more, work out more, whenever I can uh, listen to some nice music or listen to a good podcast or something like that to motivate me a little bit. Um, so that whenever I'm like, oh man, I don't want to go work out, well, I think, well, but man, I, I want to listen to my podcast or my sports radio or whatever that i usually listen to encounter mercy podcast encounter mercy podcast while you're squatting 500 you know stuff that you can build good associations with that's good you know um so like to be intentional with even building our routines in a good way that uh motivate us to keep doing them i think are pretty pretty important yeah it's like when i started journaling you know having a spiritual prayer journal i bought a nice one i bought a moleskin one you know it's usually a little more money i then I'd shell out for a notebook, but I knew that I would use it faithfully because I like writing in this nice notebook. Yeah. And so yes, yeah, so maybe, you know, get yourself some nice coffee so you can sit and pray your rosary in the morning and your reward is like, well, guess what? I get to have this nice coffee and then you'll associate it with like, oh, I get to pray the rosary. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I got my, uh, my sister a coffee grinder. It's like a nice. It's like it's like a hand grinder. No, no, it's like some nice electric one. Oh, nice! You like put the whole beans in and yeah, you like grind them. And yeah. she has this little French press thing. Oh, and I have a French press. Whoa! Look at it right there. But yeah, simple stuff like that that makes uh, makes I, maybe even as we're talking, this whole thing with like routine might even tap into our human nature that desires a sense of ritual with things that we do. You know, uh, and there's something about in the Catholic tradition of the beauty of ritual that's going on that speaks to um, providing a sense of order to the chaos that we kind of experience Mm -hmm. outwardly and inwardly um, to give us a sense of security. You know, I know I've been to a bunch of other countries and when you travel, it's great, but you can be kind of uncomfortable and stuff. But whenever you go to the Catholic mass, 
you know, at least usually <laughs> you feel at home cause you know what's going on. The mass is, uh, is what it is wherever you're going. Even if you don't understand the words. Yeah, it's like there's some deep, uh, underpinnings of Catholic liturgy in that it's, it, it's linked up with human nature. Like we like routines. Like if, if we lived each day with no routine, you know, no predictability, it'd be chaos and we wouldn't be thriving. Mm. So it's interesting that you brought up the, like liturgy, like mass, because it, I think it's a natural thing that humans want that we crave. And again, that's even, even let alone, you know, the, the spiritual transcendent. I just think like, like you said, the routine, like we feel safe, we feel protected. Uh, routine gives our life meaning um, or even more so uh, like ritual. It gives our life mm. meaning. And I think that's like just exemplified in the mass. Yeah. Like the mass is like the ultimate ritual. It gives our life the most meaning. Catechism says Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith. Uh, so it's like how, yeah, good point. How even more, how much more does this divine ritual impact our lives in a, you know, and in a smaller way, daily rituals impact yeah. our daily lives. And there, there's a lot of avenues that we could go down with this, but I think one thing I'll, I'll bring up just as a, as a last topic of this whole conversation is, uh, is doing certain things in the morning, you know, so we can build up our schedule or have these little nice things that we do, uh, at different times all throughout the day. But just right now to focus on like how to capture the morning. And I think one big thing is to find time to make your morning enjoyable and fruitful and to do start your day at least with, uh, like the most important thing that you can do. So to spend a little bit of time, whatever it is in prayer, you know, like I love what you said before about waking up, making some coffee, having a nice, even like your, your spot, you know, like mm -hmm. having a nice chair that this is like where you pray. Yeah. Mine's right there. <laughs> yep. Wow. And even as uh you know, I've talked to different different people about like they they're growing up and they see their mom or dad in the morning, like at home praying, you know, or they knew that their morning routine was to go off to daily mass or uh, whatever. I think that really is a game changer for long term growth, just in your level of like happiness um, and relationship with God and other people. When you kind of capture the morning, rather than just kind of like nonchalantly wake up and then next thing you know, you're like pounding down like a bagel and running off to work mm -hmm. and you're like oh my gosh it just kind of gets weary and old after a while and it, it it sets the tone for the whole day um i think i thought of what um archbishop fulton sheen said about at least for priests and doing holy hours you know he recommends doing it earlier in the day before the day like traps you mm. with all like the unexpected unplanned stuff uh, but i think that's it also works for anybody living a christian life is the morning can kind of set the tone for your day like if you have days where you wake up and you're like, oh, I didn't get much sleep, you know, I have a headache, whatever, it kind of affects your whole day. Yeah. But as you get up, maybe you don't get a lot of sleep, but you still get your coffee, get your prayer in. Um, you kind of order your, you order the beginning of the day. It's like the rest of your day can be ordered. And that reminds me of there was some uh, army drill sergeant who wrote a book about, you know, he said get up at like you know 4:30 a.m. or something like that. Then you can have your day to yourself in the beginning. But he says, like, make your bed the first thing you do. Mm -hmm. First thing you do when you get up. Um, and I could not agree more with that because I think especially as lives, living lives as priests, that might be the only order to our entire day. 
You know, we mm. could have a, a book full of appointments, things to do, but also when someone calls you, Father, you know, uh, a prisoner's dying, you need to go to the hospital, or, you know, you, can you cover mass over here, or there's a emer- you know, pastoral emergency. So that could be that the only order you give to your entire day is making your bed. Yeah. And, and I think even more so as a Christian is, like, make your bed, go pray. And then even if the rest of your day is disordered, the beginnings were ordered. Yeah. And and what if what if even before you make your bed, you roll out of it and your knees hit the floor before your feet. There you go. And you just say a quick morning offering. You know, Lord, I offer to you this day all my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings. You know, send it, Lord. Let's let's get going. You know, and then you maybe go to the bathroom and then you come back, make your bed and you know. I don't know. I, I think that there's just something to uh, helping order uh, our day. And with all that, then too comes even intentionality in relationship, you know, because prayer is important to understand that it's less, it, it's kind of like a routine thing like working out or studying or whatever, because it's something that you have to like put some work in to do. But even more so, it's a transition to uh, this is like being intentional with a person that I'm meeting up with every day. Mm-hmm. To like set time aside with like one of my good friends, with my spouse, with whoever it is, to sit and like talk with them and enjoy being with them. Yeah, because if you, you know? didn't do that, the relationship wouldn't grow. It would it yeah. would wither and die. So it's like God is a person, and we also need to spend time with Him. Now, sure, you could say, "Oh, but AJ, he's omnif- he's omniscient, he's everywhere, he knows everything." It's like no, you, but yes, but you still have to stay still, and acknowledge that you know, right. be still and know that I am God. And how, the amount of times that I've heard whenever I ask people like, hey, how's your prayer? And they're like, oh, it's great. You know, I'm always praying. You know, like whenever I'm walking around. Or <laughs> well, that's better than class, me. <laughs> or, you know, I think about God when I see the flowers. Like all those things are good. But I had a good buddy tell me once, you know, we can't be praying all the time, realistically, unless we're also praying some of the time. Hmm. By that, I mean, I think a lot of people uh, think they have nice thoughts about yeah. God or they're like, there's like some, but man, it's like saying like, how's your relationship with your, with your, with your brother? Like, oh, great. Like, you know, I think about him all the time. And whenever I'm like walking around, Ooh. He, I'm reminded about him whenever I see the flowers and like, like that's great. Do you but talk man, to him? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a game changer. Yeah. And it's I, like, well, gosh, God already knows what's going on. I don't need to talk to him. But man, God, uh, he's a gentleman and he wants, he wants to give us permission to, come and approach him mm-hmm. and talk to him. And I think that there's a lot even to the reality that God has grace that he wants to give us, um, but that he wants us to also ask, you know, in this relationship with him. And he'll give it when we ask, but he does, he's not going to, just like any other loving relationship, he's not going to like force more love on us that we're, you know, not ready for or something like right. that. Right. Yep. So. Yeah, you know, it's like the prodigal son, like he lets us walk away. But think, think, but to think about how much love he received the son back. Yeah. Amen. Well, cool. Well, then uh, I encourage whoever's listening to this to uh, try to capture the morning, uh, make a good routine, find a, a good time to get up, find a good chair, find a good cup of coffee, find a Bible that you really like, buy a nice Bible. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the Word and Fire people just came out. Bishop Barron just came out with a new Bible. That's pretty cool. Um, things that are going to help motivate you to to want to pray, uh, whatever that is for you, but maybe at least a little bit in the morning. A, a quick story. Um, so uh, 
your confrere, Brother Cashin, and I are chaplains for the baseball team for the college here on campus. And in the winters, when the, you know, the weather's too bad outside to practice, they do conditioning inside in the mornings, mm. Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 5.45 a.m. Mm. And I'm a morning person. I get up early. I'm good to go. Uh, Brother Cashin, not so much. So he told me, he's like, AJ, can you call me every morning at like 5.30 a.m.? I mean, every morning. And I, I told him, I said, are, do you know what you're asking? Are you sure? Because I will do it, but I don't know how happy you're going to be on the other end. Anyways, it, he, he wanted some accountability. And so I called him on those mornings. So like you said, w- with forming habits, maybe even getting up or things like that, praying your rosary, have a friend check in with each other. Like, hey, did you pray your rosary today? Or like, when'd you get up? Yeah. So if you do need that accountability, if you think I can't do this on my own, you know, I want to sleep in or I want to rush to work. Yeah. Have some accountability in there. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I, th- I think we started out by talking how to build a good environment and, uh, you know, whatever it is that you build for your own, um, you know, personal prayer, you know, like a nice little space to, to have the end in mind, which is, uh, to set time, space and energy aside for your building relationship with God, just as you would with anyone that's important to you. But in this case, for the person that should be most important in our life. So amen. Word? All right, sweet. Yep. This is the uh, Encounter Mercy podcast with uh, AJ and Brother Barnabas. Uh, wishing all of our listeners a good night and a hang on, what's the what's the end of night prayer? Peace, restful night, and peaceful death. That's right. Yeah. All right, folks. Out. Take care. <laughs>